this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Thursday, September 14th. We are recording from 1022 Studios at the Concourse. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for great weather. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for... Ooh, refrigerators. I'm grateful for refrigerators. <laughs> that, Let me tell you why. That is a desperation grab right No, there. it's not. It's, it's very important, and here's why. And I'll make you appreciate this by the time I finish. Okay. So I am in a thing where, like, I have, you know, some coffee, or like Monday I had a Chick-fil-A sugar-free lemonade, and I didn't drink it all. I just wanted a little bit, but I wanted to enjoy it throughout the week. So I have started drinking like a fourth of a cup of coffee and putting like the rest of it in the fridge. And then I don't know if you noticed, but today I brought in my lemonade and it was from like Monday or Tuesday and it had been sitting in the fridge. And that would not be possible. My cost efficient existence would not be possible without the help of a refrigerator yeah what did people do when they went through the chick-fil-a drive-through and mm -hmm. got their styrofoam cup of lemonade mm -hmm. before there was the convenience of at-home refrigeration i don't want to know a world where that doesn't exist it just got wasted <laughs> and then somebody invented the ice box and here we are I actually thought you would be impressed with me for doing that i just think it's funny but that, that you seem really grossed out by it so you're like, how long has that been in there? Like, why? Why? How long has that been in there? I have a bit of a leftover phobia. You do. If if it's if it goes more than two days, maybe three, there's zero chance I will eat it. Even with drinks. Uh huh. Just because you're scared that it's gonna make you sick. I think so. I don't know. I have a. I, I'm not. A, I'm not a germaphobe in any regard. I don't think I am. Uh, but I do get. I do have a weird phobia about once the seal has been broken on packaged food mm -hmm. or leftovers or, or something. I'm just convinced that it's going to go bad in okay. nine minutes. Well, here's some unfortunate news for you because this is something that I learned this week. Um, almond milk, you know how we don't use so much almond milk, but we use enough to usually keep a um, like a box of almond milk in our fridge? Yeah. Uh, you're supposed to drink it within 14 days and then toss it. Yeah. I that, think ours has been, but it's misleading because the date says you have like six or seven months. So I think ours has been in there for six or seven months. Guess what? I made oats with it. I'm, I, as far as I'm concerned, I'm fine. <laughs> I, um, I, I know this, I didn't know it about almond milk, but I know this applies to more things that I would have suspected. It's, I just learned it not too long ago when, uh, some cheese sauce that like cheese dip stuff mm -hmm. that I bought. I, I made uh, fajitas one night or nachos. Mm -hmm. And a week later, I said, I'm going to have I'm going to make myself a small thing of nachos. So I got all the ingredients out and I went and, and got, you know, the onion and all that stuff. And uh, when I opened the cheese, it, it had stuff on top of it. And I said, what? this?" Because I remember looking at the date before I opened it. Mm -hmm. And it was good until, you know, 2027 or something. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, the fine print says, must be used within seven days of opening. So once the seal's broken, it's a whole new game. Yeah. Well, can't be too careful these I days. I wish. I mean, I, I, you know what? I think maybe we raise Ellie not telling her that there's dates on packaging. I don't. I wish and I, just see like you can touch food, smell food. If you're a chef, 
right? Our friend Mitchell, Kevin Gillespie, Suzanne from Buttermilk, all of our chef friends, George, right? They all these people can look at any food and tell you whether it's good or bad with just a, right. a whiff, a touch, a feel, right. whatever. And it's like it's very intuitive. It's not, it's just a skill. It's not a hard skill to have. Right. We just get lazy because we're used to looking at dates. But I think, I mean, the FDA makes you put dates on stuff. I know, so. and I, but I wish that would go away because I the other day we had enough uh, steak. Cut, you know, steak oxidizes, right? Right. So it turns from like a bright red to like a brown. Brown or gray. Right. But it's still good. But it was gray enough that it weirded me out. Yeah. But I, and then it, you get in your own head because I smelled it. Like, well, it smells fine. I thought it smelled, it smelled like beef. Yeah. Right. So I, so I think, but in my head, I'm like, well, it's a little strong. I ended up chucking it and have, making something else. In, for, well, and that's also fair, by the way, because you have a pregnant wife. And if I get sick from food, you know, it's, it's not a good thing. Um, okay. Have I ever told you we are recording this the day after the VMAs? Um, so by the time you're hearing this, it's two days after the VMAs. And everybody is talking about right now in sync. And by everybody, I mean me and my friends from middle school. Oh, no, it's everybody. Okay. Cause I didn't know if the I same, was the same <laughs> picture of NSYNC on stage at the VMAs. I saw 30 different people post it. Yeah. On Instagram. And it's making for amazing TikTok was, content. Because, was it a surprise? Um, I think so. Like, I know Justin posted something of all of them, like in an elevator. So I think people are already kind of gossiping about it. But then they gave an award to Taylor Swift, which and like the Internet exploded and everyone like supposedly they have some songs, you know, f coming out for the trolls. Um, movie that's coming out because Justin's like one of the main stars of that movie uh as the cartoon group? as a group yeah huh? so that's a, like a rumored or whatever but everyone exploded like all millennials all grand millennials probably exploded because I don't think people you know Kelly Stumpy's technically a millennial I don't think she's gonna care about NSYNC um but we <laughs> we millennials are freaking out and the tiktok content is just gold behind it i mean people are like i will fight a 17 year old for a ticket if somebody clogs up my ticket master feed when i am trying to get these so, tickets from a tour that hasn't even been announced confirmed or really rumored we're just all hoping um i will fight people so they could just be doing one song and a soundtrack that yes. the world is exploding thinking that they're gonna that they're gonna to tour or whatever. Yeah, and my thing is like they're we're, not going to tour. Don't you remember when Justin won his award? Justin won that video Vanguard award, mm -hmm. and everybody was talking about the NSYNC reunion, and he literally performed for twelve minutes. It was an amazing medley He's of so all good. of his yeah. songs, and for about fourteen seconds, he flipped a switch, and 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 the other four NSYNC guys were low, raised from the basement mm -hmm. where I think they literally said, bye, bye, bye. And then he pushed another button and they went back into the basement. Yeah. It's, and that I was mean, it. Like, it was almost <laughs> insulting. I have been on group chats this morning about who wants to go to the concert. That's not happening if it if it's announced. Um, I have people, I mean, I got to tell you, if the tickets, if the price is right, if it's like Taylor Swift tickets, but for, um, you know, sync, I will... Uh, I will be not buying a house with you next year because I will be spending my money on in-sync tickets and you are not invited, by the way. Could they do a 
uh, arena tour, do you, or not arena, a stadium tour, do you think? Oh, hell yeah, they could. Really? Hell yeah, because here's the thing. People are... Everybody's broke, though, from Beyonce and Taylor Swift. Nobody has money to buy Everybody's tickets. broke. We will open new credit cards with like 27% interest to get ourselves some in-sync tickets, and we will have the best night ever. And I think we're at the age, like millennials at their age now, where if they have kids, they would want to take their kids, you know, like people with, you know. Anyways, that's not the story I'm here to tell. I wanted to ask you with all this in-sync talk, do you know what I did to get myself in front of NSYNC. Have I told you this story in our marriage? No. Okay. But I have an NSYNC story too that involves you that I you may have forgotten about. So who wants to tell it first? Um, mine's, I'm gonna tell mine first. Okay, go. So years ago, when I was in high school, I was 15 and NSYNC came, TRL was touring. Do you remember when they used to do that? Uh -huh. Like they would do pop-up TRL, Carson Daly would come, which is a huge deal because in the early 2000, Carson, uh, 2000s Carson Daly was it yeah right TRL yeah. was hot and if you were a breaking new artist that's where you went right so for the Super Bowl one year TRL comes in town and NSYNC is going to be on the show you know they tell you who the guests on the show are going to be um, Carson Daly was dating Christina Aguilera at the time so she she was here whatever so they send out Ooh, things. I heard, I've heard about that in the Eminem song yeah that's juicy um, so we get this information that they're looking for basically high school and college students for background. What do you call them? Like not extras, but just people in the background at TRL to be like, Woo! I, I feel as though they shouldn't have to ask for that. Well, Wouldn't they sent out like a quote unquote, like a, it wasn't a casting, but it was, it was because you had to audition in front of. How, what do you have to audition for? All right, so here's the thing. So is first like, of all, is it like college game day where yeah. people just get get there early? No, and they bring their signs. No, and it's whoever gets there first is in front. No, they're carefully chosen audience, right? Okay. So first of all, you're going to be very shocked because 15 year old Callie broke the rules. You had to be 16, and I was only like 14 or 15 to like audition or whatever. But me and my bestie, who were the biggest hardcore InSync fans, went to audition with her big sister and her friends. And we learned the Bye 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 dance for our audition to be a teeny tiny little background person on TRL. And they're like, their first question, it's five people all lined up at a table. And I think this was like at the Congress Center. And they're like, okay, what would you, they're like, what do you have to show us? Like, how much do you love NSYNC? It's, it's the, vo it's Carson Daly doing the voice before the voice was even a show. Yeah. So we're like, you know, um, we start doing the bye, bye, bye dance, which by the way is so embarrassing, but we did it. We were so excited. Um, don't think I won't be doing that at the non-concert that's not happening. Do you think you could still do it? today i was doing it in the shower yesterday yeah i was trying to remember all the moves yeah but i think it's like riding a bike you know like i think twice through then i would pick it up and then they're like what would you guys do if justin timberlake walked in the room right now and then we're like ah! and like jumping up and down and freaking out and blah, blah, blah. then they ask us who our favorite in sync member is and I said, I mean, Justin was the cutest for sure, but everyone liked Justin. So that's not unique. So I was like, I'm going to be unique. And I said, Lance. And Lance? They, mm -hmm. JC, Lance got no love. JC Chazay was the star of that band. I mean, he was, but also like Lance was the underdog. And I, I was like, like in the underdog. And they had a radio CD single 
that had an MTV badge in it that had the name Lance on it. And they gave it to me before saying that we were, you know, included in the TRL thing. Yeah. I still have that CD somewhere, but I have realized, because then I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Lance's badge from MTV. Blah. Okay, he didn't write that. He probably didn't even, that could have been the lady at MTV just writing Lance on a sticker they had, like one of those backstage stickers or whatever, and yeah. sticking it on a CD. But I, it's in my parents' attic. I still have it. I was level 35 excited. So did you make it in? Did yeah. You get to, so were you in the background? I was in the background. Nice. And you know who else was in the background, funny enough? Christina Aguilera. My fertility specialist. Oh. <laughs> and I saw somebody from our high school posted the video. Did you go with her or did no. you guys both? So how did you get through only being 15? If you they didn't see? card people oh. or anything. They, I think they just wanted to say like. Once they, once they saw your bye, bye, bye dance, rules went out the window. <laughs> rules went out. Out the window. Um, you've you've got that. to try and teach Ellie the bye 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 dance because one, she loves to dance, uh -huh. and two, she loves to watch us and then try to do what we're doing. Right. It doesn't matter if we're, you know, cutting vegetables or making the bed or whatever. She just studies us. Mm -hmm. She could figure it out. I think. I thought you'd be more embarrassed of me. No. During that segment, I thought you would be like, because I was so young, no, 15, and you were why, like, why, "Oh yeah, I was like 50. <laughs> you were like, <laughs> "It was like yesterday for you, and like 20 years ago for me." Um, what's your instinct story? You went to the Justin Timberlake tour where they had the bridges over the floor. It remember? was so cool. Remember, so mm -hmm. he would walk back and forth in front of the audience, and and you. It was had, the Future Sex Love Sounds tour. Got it, and you had tickets in. The pit. Mm -hmm. Were we even dating then? We or? were either like friend. I think we were newly dating, and you bought me tickets to go with a friend. You didn't want to go, but you're like, you know, I hear he puts on a great show, and I'm like, oh my god. Man. Um, just for the record, I probably didn't buy them. No, you probably didn't, but it was cool because I was dating someone on radio. Oh, god, who it. had access to tickets. You didn't tell me you bought them. You said, hey, I got you two in sync <clears throat> tickets. Yeah, or and not in sync. Justin Timberlake. Whoa, I'm manifesting hard. And um, I went to. I used to go to concerts. When I worked in radio, I would usually go for the first hour of a show just so I could talk about it on the radio the right. next day. But if you stay until the end, then you're in traffic and all this other And you had stuff. to be at work at right. 5 a.m. Right. So I would rarely get tickets. I would just hit up the venue for a credential of some sort. Mm -hmm. and, and so I texted you and I said, hey, I'm at the show. Where are your tickets? And you said, uh, I'm on the, they're on the floor. They're in this zone or whatever it's called uh you should there are people down here with things do you remember this there are people no but i remember standing on the floor with my best friend karen i didn't even know that you were i don't even remember that you being there to be honest yeah you're the one who told me that i could get down there cause, okay because i said i have a blue badge and okay. you said oh there's people with blue badge or wristbands or whatever i said all right i'm gonna make my way down there so okay. i can see you when i was walking in do you remember this? No. How can you not remember this? I don't remember. When I was walking in to this pit of women, there were virtually no guys down there. Um, as I'm walking in, one of the few guys is walking out with his girlfriend or yeah. wife, I'm assuming, helping him. He's throwing up in his own hands. <gasps> Ew. You don't remember I this? I kind of remember that. And walked like right between, like you and I were walking oh. towards each other. You walked right between us. It was, I mean, it was, I would imagine 
you know, in the in the in the Bible when the seas part, <laughs> right, right, mm-hmm. that's what the crowd was like. The people just if you want a crowd to open up for you, start puking into your own hands, yeah, because the crowd just went that... open up, and all I could think of is that man's dead. He went to the concert, and then with his, his girlfriend, girlfriend had to help him, and he got so drunk during the. Do you remember who opened? Whoever opened, he got so drunk between the pregame, the opener, yeah. and and Ju- Justin hadn't even come on yet. I would be like, I would literally tell a security guard that you threw up on me that I didn't know you and ask know. them to escort you out. Yeah, I'd be like, sorry, I'm not missing this. Um, and Future Sex Love Sounds tour is still to this day one of the best concerts I've ever seen. Really, just the performance, and he had like incredible video and special, like it wasn't over-the-top special effects, but I remember it was kind of like hexagons in the background, and they would do different lights and stuff. It was, and the bass was really high, and it was just, ugh, it was one of the best shows. It may have been Pink. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, I think Pink opened for him. That's how you know you're a big deal in pop music if Pink is it's your opening, opening for you. Um, uh, but anyway, so if there is NSYNC, I will be going. Uh, sorry in advance if I open up a new credit card to do that. And hopefully I can manifest that into existence. I read a story of how I'm, well, I don't want to say it this way. I can't say it this way because it'll ruin the whole story. So I'm just going to tell you a story. Okay. Guy goes to the cemetery. His, he lost, you know, his parents, somebody who would require a frequent cemetery visit. Yes. Grandparents, whatever. And uh, so he goes to the cemetery fairly regularly. And no matter what the holiday or the occasion is, the grave that is near whoever he's visiting never has flowers. It's a little overgrown. The the, the headstone's kind of mossy. So sad. For two years, he never once sees anybody take care of this. So when he goes to buy flowers for his mom or whoever it is, one day he says, you know what? I'm going to just start buying flowers for that person. Right. So he starts bringing flowers, sets them on the grave. Um, then he start like he brought, you know, uh, Clippers to trim the bushes back from by. Yeah. He brought some stuff that you could use to clean the moss off. So over the course of, of two years, this grave goes from being overgrown and blah mm-hmm. to looking really nice. And uh, he had, because he's a guy, he doesn't pay any attention to who the person is. Right? Right. He like, because I would know. Well, right. I do know. When I was cleaning up some, because I there was a cemetery in our neighborhood that was a little overlooked, so Chrissy and I went a couple years ago and we're like cleaning, trimming the bushes and stuff like that. You better bet your butt I was googling those people to see who they were, what their story was, when they lived here, if they had. I mean, I was mega lurking on them. I do that at cemeteries. So the guy, um, and at some point, takes a picture of the thing, right, mm-hmm. and shows it to his sister. Who Google's the person? Because as a what, woman does, that's what that's what women does. Do women do? And find out the reason that nobody ever took care of the grave is because that person uh, killed his wife and her parents. Oh my god! And and then him then himself while fleeing from the police wrecked his, wrapped his car around something. So he he killed three people, then died in the the aftermath. Right? Yeah. And that's why nobody took care of his thing, because he's a murderer, right? And he murdered everyone that loved him. So now- No flowers for you. This guy 
feels so bad and he's his sister's like oh my gosh you've been you've been you know dropping love on a murderer so now they look up the other people you know the victims mm-hmm. find out the victims are are buried in the same cemetery next time he goes to the cemetery he goes and finds their graves as one should and they're well tended so then he goes to the store and he buy, he says i gotta bring flowers yes you do. So he brings flowers to them. And then he decides that once a year on the anniversary of their passing, he's going to bring flowers. He does it two years. Very sweet. Third year, he does it. While he's standing there, a woman comes up and says, what are you doing? How do you know? What's, why are you here? Who, how, do, how, how do you know these people? And he tells the whole story. And she says, well, that, that's my parents and my <gasps> sister. Whoa. And he says, what? And she's like, yep. So that that's the way the whole story played out. Yeah. Now the two of them are married. <gasps> oh, I how, love that. That's how he met his, what a great story. That's so neat. With, I mean, what a great story with the exception of the- The fact that the, he the, killed- mur- The murders, the murderer and the, and the death. Matthew McConaughey is out promoting a children's book that he has. Um, and so stories come out of things that are, you know, important to people when they're promoting things. And and I saw this super cool story. He was interviewed on the Today Show. And he uh, talked about his first time ever on Leno and how nervous he was. And he said that Leno gave him some life-changing advice that I think applies to anyone that has imposter syndrome, like me, like you. And Leno said to him, he's like, are you nervous? Whatever. And he was like, yeah, I'm really nervous. Any words of wisdom? And Leno said, just want to be here. Just want to be here. And your attitude, like everything will feel right to you. And I think that is something that I need to remember. And I know a lot of people, we talk about imposter syndrome and feeling like- May I ask you a question? Yeah. I don't get it. Just want to be here. Because if you feel like an outsider and then you get, he's on Leno, right? It's his first, you know. Yeah. yeah. Like night, like tonight's show appearance. Right. And he's so nervous. But the way to take the nerves off is to really be excited about where you are in that moment. Because then the nerves, you're not thinking about your nerves. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here and this is fun. And then it turns into something fun instead of something scary. You were going to explain how it worked for you? Well, I was just going to say, like, there's rooms that I walk into frequently where I don't feel like I belong, and I spend... It's one of them, our kitchen. (laughs) 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 Maybe it'll be me that kills Jeff. You set me up for that one. (laughs) Um... But anyways, so next time you're in a room and you're feeling, because if you're like me, when you get imposter syndrome really bad and you're in front of other people, your head's rushing with, I shouldn't be here. I don't belong here. All of this stuff. Instead of that, say, just want to be here. Be excited about being where you are. And that takes away the fear of something scary and new where you feel like you don't belong. Here are your three random things for today. Consider throwing a party on Sunday. Most people are free on Sundays. There's a more relaxed vibe than a Friday or Saturday night get together. And uh, you are set up to have a more relaxing week. A psychologist said that people who celebrate big occasions on Sunday enter into the work week more relaxed and comfortable because they've been distracted from thinking about, oh, here comes the freaking work week. 
So Yeah, I will not come because I enjoy on Sundays being like, here comes the freaking work week, <laughs> getting my stuff done. Uh, so I will not be attending that, but I do appreciate it. Your second random thing for today is that Lyft has a new feature that lets women and non-binary riders request drivers of the same gender. Now, you can't get on your Lyft app and say, hey, I want a female driver. But what they're trying to do is combat violence. Um, And typically, if a woman or someone non-binary is assaulted in like a rideshare vehicle, it's usually by a man. So statistically, men are more likely, which which is why, I mean, I got to be honest with you, I can't remember the last time I rode in an Uber alone, and I'm scared to do that by myself, especially if it's, you know, I, I feel like I used to do it all the time when I'd be out or drinking with friends, and I felt totally fine riding by myself home. I don't anymore. I don't, I don't feel comfortable. So this is a way um, that they are going to, it's called Women Plus Connect. And then you can say that that's your preference and you're not guaranteed to get it, but they will like bump you up to try to match you with a female or someone that's non-binary. So you can't, so so what are they, so you can request a woman or you can't request a woman? You can put in your preferences. I prefer female oh, drivers. Yeah, yeah. And if they have one available, like you get priority over like, like I would get priority before you would get priority for a female driver. Got it. Uh, and your final random thing for today is there's a lot of benefits to cold water plunges, but here's a new one. It improves your self-confidence because cold water plunges will um, increase your uh, energy and ease anxiety. They also People also feel a surge in pride and inspiration after doing a cold plunge. I have done this a few times over the past couple of weeks and I am I cannot be a, I cannot be a fan of it. Here is what I want to I want to know if there's a difference between that and so at Industrious where our office is, our neighbors at Industrious are it's Icebox cryotherapy and everybody talks about how amazing that is and I feel like I would like that more than a cold plunge. But don't you think it would have similar like isn't that in the same like genre? Uh-huh. of things except for you're going to somewhere but people love that like yeah. cryotherapy thing you ever done that never I like we should I, do it after i have the baby i don't know i'm just not a fan of the cold i know but it's so cool <laughs> <laughs> i'll be here all week and those are your three random things <laughs>